Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Revolution Week. Not too long ago, I read the most fascinating book, Blueprint for Revolution, How to Use Rice Pudding, Lego Men, and Other Nonviolent Techniques to Galvanize Communities, Overthrow, overthrow Dictators, or Simply Change the World, which was written by Sergio Popovich, the founder of the Center for Applied Nonviolent Action and Strategies. This book was written by a gentleman who uh, tells a lot about the story of how his organization helped overthrow the Serbian government without any bullets, uh, as well as uh, teaching other uh, countries how to use nonviolent methods to overcome much more militarily or physically powerful uh, governments or regimes. And that to me is just amazing, right? Anytime you think about um, Gandhi or any other nonviolent revolutions, it's just amazing to think that this was even something that could be conceived or accomplished. And I started to think to myself, if there are principles that can help you change a country, wouldn't those principles be equally, if not more powerful in terms of changing a company? Because often we think, oh, there's no way this company will ever change or there's no way I can have any impact on the culture at a company. Well, I would argue that perhaps you're not giving yourself enough credit because there are these people who, through their actions and through joining with others, were actually able to change the course of an entire country. So really excited to explore these concepts about what we can learn from people who've actually done this in, in the past, where the stakes, I would say, are arguably much bigger uh, when it comes to government and people's lives rather um, than just people's jobs. Although um, to us who are you know working and toiling, it, it can seem um, quite serious uh, as well. So not to belittle um, you know, anyone's efforts to change their company at all. So some of the concepts that they explore um, it, that are pretty you know, important are how power is not limited to authority. I mean, we often think, especially those of us who've you know, gone through school or in institutions, that we equate power with authority, right? The formal granting of authority by someone to have that authority often uh, over us. Um, and there's actually a lot more going on uh, with power, and by understanding the nuances, it can actually open up our minds to more possibilities. Uh, another important concept which they explore in the book is that strength does not equal force, right? It's not going to be possible, right, for um, one uh, person to change the governance of an entire company or one person to overthrow, uh, you know, an entire uh, military that's supporting the government. So um, that sort of approach is not going to work when you do not have the uh, ability to, to be even 
in that way. However, that doesn't mean you're done because there's much more to strength than just brute force uh, available to you. So that's another thing that once we start to think outside the box and, and understand these principles, it really helps us uh, get more effective ways and ideas to make change. So one great example uh, that they share is, you know, one of the first principles uh, that they share in the book is that the most important thing is the belief that change can happen here, right? Without that belief in the country, without that belief in the company that change can actually happen, well, it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. It won't happen. And they use a, a, an interesting anecdote or share an interesting anecdote, anecdote about using humor to undermine authority. And the point of using the humor was to show that, uh, you know, the people in charge were not quite as invincible um, as they may, may seem, and for people to understand the power that they actually still hold. So one thing that they did was they took um, a barrel and, and they had a picture of the dictator on the barrel and then they had a bat uh, and then they had a sign which basically said, you know, for the equivalent of like one dollar, uh, you can, uh, you know, hit the barrel with, with the picture of the dictator. So, you know, there's plenty of people in the country who are not happy with the way things are going. So they would do that and they would put the dollar in, in the barrel and they would hit the barrel. Well, someone calls the police and the police come and they see this, you know, what's going on. However, the people who organized this weren't going to hang out and take credit for this. They were sitting at a cafe having coffee or some drinks watching this all go along. So the police question everyone and people are like, I don't know, this barrel was just here. You know, it's I, it's not me. So there was no one that they could arrest. So what did they do? They arrested the barrel. <laughs> so then everyone got treated to sort of this funny kind of keystone cops moment of the police trying to arrest the barrel and put the barrel in the police car or the trunk so they could take it away. And in that small way, um, it actually showed some of the power uh, that people still have and that change can happen, that the police are not all powerful. Uh, and it's the same thing with organizations. You know, our bosses uh, and, and the management um, have and, you know, are supposed to have a certain amount of power. Uh, but sometimes I think we attribute more power to them than perhaps they truly do have. And sometimes we don't understand the power that we have as employees and professionals. So really excited to explore further concepts for the rest of Revolution Week. In our next episode, we're going to talk about how you win without power. Thanks so much for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode. Brought to you by our sponsors. Have you ever shared a great idea only to be ignored or have someone else take the credit? Why do some people consistently seem to advance faster? 
Have you ever implemented performance feedback and expected things to change, only to have a new hurdle placed in front of you? I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. After years of coaching clients and while writing my book, Unlock Your Executive Presence, I discovered executive presence is the key to unlocking your career. But what is it? How do you get it? And can it be taught? In my online course, Executive Presence and the Diversity Dilemma, we explore how executive presence works. You may be surprised to learn, as was I, that it has nothing to do with what you say, do, or wear. Most courses fail because they only teach you how to copy executive presence. We'll start off by revealing how it actually works, which is based on how you make people feel. Next, we'll explore the six degrees of executive presence, which will help you generate it on demand. Finally, we'll cover how to make your authenticity an asset, the power of introverts, and generating executive presence in virtual meetings. If you are a high potential professional with the skills to advance, but who is struggling to get the right attention, then this course is for you. The first module is free, so join us today on udemy.com so you can be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the next episode in Revolutions Week. Today we're going to talk about winning without power. And again, as a reminder, a lot of this content is inspired by a fascinating book I read recently called Blueprint for Revolution by Serja Popovich. So when you lack power individually, it often seems like it's not even worth trying, right? If we think of ourselves as a... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel. Thank you.